Um, you guys gonna chill? No. Hey. All right, so we've got two cats fighting. Two cats fighting in the background. This is the kind of content you can expect from us. Yep. Are you done? Oh, they're walking away now. No, nope. right, I'm just gonna gonna do one of these. You right. just have to sync the audio, you see. Yes. All right. So, th this is the this is the podcast we're gonna be doing. I look like shit. He does. And he knows what I look like normally, so you know it's, today it, it's not much better. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we decided to start doing a podcast, uh, he and I, uh, I'm Benny Williams, and uh, I'm Rick Owens, and he's Rick Owens, um, also known as Hank, also known as uh, Baby Nails. I'm not, I'm not known um, as any of those things. Almost nearly stubs, yes. but uh, averted, thanks to the good work of, of doctors everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. this is Don't Start Me Talking. Yeah, this, a, this is a, a podcast yeah. we've decided to do because we have conversations all the time that are, uh, like, have, you know, decent conversations. Yeah. And um, we were like, you know, the world needs another podcast of two white guys shitting around. So it's bam, shitting around all over the place. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm from Rhode Island, born and raised, a uh, child of divorce. Uh, grew up very sad, very sad. And I am the complete opposite of that. I was born in Germany, which, if you look in the textbooks, is the complete opposite of Rhode Island. So uh, that's something you can know there. I'm not roads. a child. I'm not a child of divorce. And mm. um, yeah, they got the autobahn there. Oh yeah, it's like a perfect highway. Perfect highway. Mm. And then here you have the worst highways. Yes. Yeah. Just potholes. And the worst and... drivers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which yeah, makes yeah, 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 no yeah, sense yeah, because, yeah. you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, we decided to start doing this podcast. We had a few ideas kicking around that we were like, oh, that would, that would make a good podcast. Um, first one that really came up that we were like, oh, yeah, cool, was um, Assemblies. Yes. But, uh, you know, this is Don't Start Me Talking, and this is episode uh, numero uno. It's number, number one. one. We never recorded anything before this and fucked up the recording or, or nothing like that. That didn't happen. Yeah, that didn't happen. This is the uh, first one. This is the first one. First one. Inside yeah. baseball for y'all. We did fuck up the first recording. I did, we're not telling them. I'm undercutting you every step of the way, you fuck. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. That, that, that was uh, out of... First, I get bullied by Doug Benson. That was, as the kids say, out of pocket. On um, the threads. And now... It's okay. It's all okay. I deleted the comments, so nobody will ever... Yeah. They'll never see. They'll no, never... No one He's just know. got this random reply floating in his inbox that's, like, attached to nothing. Just, yeah. you know. I can tell you're over it. It happened this morning. <laughs> it's, it's like, two hours later. So, uh, this is why we wanted to do a podcast. 
Um, and the, like we said, the first one um, we're calling Assemblies Assemble, which is his idea. Bam. Um, because uh, I think that all of us at some point as kids were forced into a room with all the other kids sweating yeah. and coughing and fucking sneezing and snotting. And uh, forced to look up at the stage to somebody that we, we don't know who this person is. We don't know why yeah. this person's here. But um, we're going to be stuck listening to him. So uh, so basically, I, I thought of the idea because I'm a military brat, um, army brat. Um, I've traveled all over the country, you know. Not to the cool places, though, which will show in the assemblies I tell. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, uh, I just had some really weird fucking assemblies man so hopefully you guys can get some little little laugh out of this uh story as we go into it sure um you want to start with yours i I guess i'll start with mine i mean there there was uh when i was a kid when i was really really young um from first grade to like probably fifth yeah there was a guy who towered over every other personality in rhode island for assemblies Mm. and that was a guy named alan sean feinstein and Mm. alan sean feinstein was a philanthropist so they say (laughs) um i really don't know what he did uh i tried looking it up and it was real vague about that's the cats i tried looking it up and it was real vague about like what he did he was just like in publishing something um from my uncle i had always heard that in the back of a comic book you'd see x-ray specs and you'd like send away a dime or whatever and then they'd never send you the x-ray specs and that was who alan sean feinstein was that was like his reputation with people around the state Right. Then he got all this money through whatever he was doing. I really don't know. And he just spread it around the state, but he also had to like stamp his name on the side of the building if, if he took the money with like a quote about doing good deeds and being a junior scholar. That was like his big thing. He had this card for Feinstein Junior Scholars, and you'd get it. Well, yeah. Can I? Yeah. You look like you're about to go. No, no, you go. And I just want to say my piece. Say your piece. And then I'll. Hey, get your beak wet. Go ahead. Is that okay hey. with you? Yeah, wet your, oh. wet your oh. beak. Okay, yeah. let me wet my beak I'm here. giving you permission. So you'd get a Feinstein Junior Scholar card. Mm. And this, they gave it out to everybody. They acted like, oh, if you do good deeds, you'll get one. But, like, they just gave it out to every kid. So you'd get this this card. You'd hand write your name on it. And then you could go to the zoo. And you'd get in for free. Or, like, a Paw Sox game, maybe. I don't know if that was one of the things. But it was that kind of stuff. Yeah. The big one was <laughs> you could go to the Providence IMAX Theater. And you'd get an IMAX ticket, which is, you know, a lot of money. And the whole idea was like, well, if we get the kids to go in for free, the parents have to pay. So, like, you still had to pay for snacks and all that sort of stuff. But it was a good deal. So, like, for years, you know, as, as a kid, if you went to the IMAX theater, you'd get in for free. And it's like, free movie on that screen, which as a yeah. kid, 2000, you know, one, two, three, that was cool. So, um... I did that uh, a bunch, and I, I reaped the benefits of that card and everything. One day, I lost the card, and it crushed me. But uh, Alan Sean Feinstein would come to the school, and it would be this big to-do, because he was on the TV. He, yeah. had, he had an ad that he was like r- around a carousel with his kids, and um, both of his kids had kids by that point. Yeah. They'd sing This Land is Your Land, because Rhode Island's big into the folk music scene, because of the folk festival and stuff. And... Um, then uh, he just starts naming off, you know, his family. He's like, this is Leela, this is uh, Ari, and their kids. And, like, he'd name them all. And somebody on YouTube made this great video, which I've showed to everybody from out of state. Because they get it right away. that like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, this is Leela, this is Cinderella, this is Rapunzel. This, this- is Blastoise. 
This is Sonic. This is yeah, you know? just like just putting in random pictures of stuff and going on and on and on. <laughs> but um, as far as I know, not a bad guy. Yeah. Like put a lot of money back into the community. You know, people give him shit or whatever. I give him shit because, uh, <laughs> and we'll get to that. But um, not like a you know a, a swindler or anything like that. Yeah, no, no, he no. Just you know, he wanted a little credit. Yeah, you want you know. That's he want, fair. He wanted his name on the wall. Right. And he got it in most cases. Most cases. Um, and then if you ooh, if you if you crossed him, he'd rip that name off the wall, take back his his oh. He'd come in with like a fucking sawzall himself right. and do it himself with the which, big fuck off goggles. Which happened uh, at the Feinstein IMAX Theater, which is now the Providence Place IMAX Theater or just the Providence IMAX mm. because it used to be the Alan Sean Feinstein IMAX Theater. And it was up on the letters and everything. And then they, um, National Amusements got sold or something. And when they did, they were like, oh, we're just going to call it the Providence IMAX Theater. And he gave them $5 million for the deal for all the kids with the tickets. Yeah. And so they were like in court, I guess. And, and he got the money back. <laughs> Good on him. You know? Right. Um, yeah. Good. But uh, so he would come to the school. And the first interaction I had with it was actually I was too little to be going to school. My brothers came back from an assembly with these baseball cards and yeah. they're Babe Ruth baseball cards tops. They were supposed to be really rare, like limited edition. He somehow got like a whole run of them. And then, you know, all the kids left the gymnasium with the cards and then they realized like, these are stickers. Yeah. These are like, you know, you go to up to the machine with the quarters and you press in and you pull out and there's this big shiny hollow foil yeah. sticker. Right. And it, you know, that's cool, but like you, you, you pitch them as, oh, these are Babe Ruth cards. Babe Ruth was a famous baseball player because these fucking kids didn't know who yeah, Babe Ruth was. Yeah, you know, I barely know who he is. Yeah, unless they saw the movie The Babe, which might not yeah. have been out by that. Or point. Babe, the pig, the pig. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Pig. That'll do. Pig. We were actually in film school. Uh, sidebar: We were taught the scene in Babe where James Cromwell is in the competition with him. Yeah, we were taught about that scene to uh, demonstrate how you do cutaways mm. and how you like successfully match one set of clips to another without it seeming like it's two completely different days, even though it was. Right. Um, so anyways, uh, my first actual interaction with him was uh, he gave us all these coins and uh, he came to the school. It was like a big to do. He has like this, you know, a ton of these coins and they say on them $50 and they've got like a, a crest and a picture of a man on the moon on the other side or like something like that. Yeah, yeah. A man on Mars or something. And um, we were all like, that's really cool. And then you flip them over and they say Republic of Liberia. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he just found like a bunch of useless Jesus. Uh, scrap metal oh. coins. And so that was what he gave to us i still have the coin to this day because it's just one of those things you that still like, have like blood money from a freaking yeah, revolution right <laughs> so but it's a very it's a big coin it's like that big oh i bet it is so like it's worth keeping um oh. but yeah it, it always confused the hell out of us because it was like well like i i understand him coming to the school but like why wouldn't you give us like even go to cellos be like yeah. hey give us five thousand wooden nickels for these kids and i'll go to like four schools yeah because that would have at least been something that, like, we knew, something in the community. Yeah, something local. But now I just have, to this day, this $50 yeah. Liberian coin that is worth nothing to nobody. Yeah, right. And it's like, all right. 
So um, that's my first one is Alan Sean Feinstein. I don't have any other stories about him other than he would come into the school and it was like a fucking rock star. Yeah. He's just like, like, hey, kids, like, have you done your good deeds? And everybody would be like, yeah. Shaking, Even if they were shits. Yeah, shaking hands, kissing oh, babies, yeah. that type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's so, that kind of guy. <laughs> not a politician, though. Not a politician. Just uh, not really involved in politics. In, independently right? wealthy dude. I don't think that he was. No. I Just some fucking guy. Yeah. He may, I mean, later on, yeah. he may have done um, I'm sure he, political I'm sure. contributions and things, but I, I doubt it. I'm sure he did some stuff, dabbled. Uh, know, other but, than that, I doubt but, he was involved in politics. But, right on. Yeah. So, so that's the first one. Let's get on to my one. So, give you some background. And now a message from our sponsor. Oh, God damn. No, we don't have any sponsors. We don't have I'm any just, sponsors. I'm just giving uh, him we have, we have a little bit of shit. We have sponsors from Benny Williams, who is uh, offering uh, his services as a train derailer. So, whenever you are talking about anything important or unimportant, otherwise. I'll lay right on the tracks. Right on the tracks, and then... Don't give a fuck. Boom. Crash. Got bones made of steel. Yep. It'll... Yep. Up and over. You remember when Spider-Man like did the, the, the web thing and Spider-Man, what, what is it, one or two? Two. Two? Yeah. And he like, Aah! Yeah, yeah. The meme of his face? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you. No, I'm, I'm the opposite. No, you... you he dra- kept the train on the tracks. Oh, well, you, you know what I fucking mean, god damn it. I don't. Uh, see what I mean? This is what I deal with. Yeah, all the time. That's why we did a podcast for you, the people. Anyway, so my first podcast also has to have a little bit of background to it okay so like i said i am a child of the military i moved around a lot and sometimes you were moved to places that uh were less than you know what's the fucking word good good yeah good (laughs) synonyms Uh, less than good less than good this place was less than good uh so we moved to lawton oklahoma uh to Fort Sill Army Base. And Lawton, Oklahoma, at least the time when I was there, uh, we looked up the uh, Lawton, Oklahoma yeah, school we, system. Yeah, we looked it up during the first attempt, and it actually looked like they had, like, a podcast that looked nicer than this. Yeah, so... And so it was like, <laughs> oh, they're actually doing pretty well, but... Yeah. So, <laughs> we moved we move there. It, like I said, it's a poor area, very, you know, underfunded education-wise, road-wise. It, it's just, like... Back then, it was like a shit show. So, anyway, I go to this school. It's called Hugh Bish Elementary, mm-hmm. which is funny because if you say it fast, it sounds like huge bitch elementary. Or just you, bitch. Yeah, which, which bo- is both also apply. funny. Both apply. So, the thing about this school was, as I said, the community was underfunded uh, severely. And... When I went in there, I was looking around, and I'm like, huh, you can see the rafters to this place. You don't often see rafters in this century. <laughs> yeah. It was like 2000, the year 2000. I'm like, huh. The, the era of drop ceilings. Yes. So, but odd. here's the best thing. The rafters were not unoccupied, or were, were occupied by birds. And not just any birds. These were crows, okay? So, and I, I can't stress enough how many of these fucking things were in the building at any given point of time. They were building nests. They were living. They were squawking. They, they, they squawked a lot. In some classrooms, there were more crows than there were students, okay? So, and not just crows, sparrows, tits, like 
the whole range, there was an ecosystem of birds. You know when you go into the zoo and you go into that hot room where the, you know, the, the freaking, the, the, the reptiles are in, you know, and you go through and you see the, it was like that with the, all the, the it's birds. It's like a, an ornitherium or something. Yeah. But, mm. but less colorful and shit. Right, so, right. So, like no macaws. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this place was severely underfunded. Um, when we enrolled to the school, we were told that we would have to bring our own toilet paper because the school system didn't have the money to buy that shit. The, even the shittiest, you And, know, like, a lot of military families there, right? So yeah, like, yeah, huge military community. What, the, so, like, what are, what are they doing? You know? I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking... There were so many crows. Yeah. I can't stress that. Like, crows. <laughs> Just stealing your shit. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> you'd, you'd be sitting there at your desk, right? You'd be sitting there at your desk. And they'd be like, all right, time to go to recess. Let's go play on this rusted material that we have here. And we would. And of I, course. And, of course, I broke my knee there. That's a story for another day. Oh. But, uh, yes, it is. But uh, School injuries. We'll get to that one. Oh, yeah. So... You'd go to lunch or recess or maybe go take a piss. And whenever anyone wasn't in the room, if you didn't put your stuff away, the crows would come down and take it because they're little thieves. But the best thing about crows, if you don't know this, is they are gift givers. So if you frequently leave something for a crow, like a bottle cap or like a a pen cap or something, a pen cap would be more apt because school. They will leave you st- stuff that they find otherwise because they, they trade and it's very sweet. But not when you get your gel cap stolen by a fucking Corvid. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, anyway, so super poor school. Uh, the principal, I will never forget him, but I have forgotten his name, which is a bane on my existence. So he's an older gentleman, right? Really, really classic gentleman, wears a gray suit stunning gray suit at least it was when i was a kid but full suit put together glasses rings you know cufflinks all the stuff shoes the worst reeboks you have ever (laughs) seen grass stains on them they're not even white they're like gray now and they've got you know scuffs and they're they're all torn up I don't know why he didn't. I, I guess he just didn't want to step on the shitty school floor with all the crow shit everywhere. I mean, probably pro- that's probably exactly what it was. It's like he's like, I am not bringing my loafers into this shithole. Yeah. that I run. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, he he was a like he was a, a real fucking character. Ugh. So one day, um, we get called into his assembly, and we're going into the gym, and like I said, this place had no money, so there was no seating. So we're on the basketball court on the floor sitting there for like 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. And you're doing that thing. I don't know if you can see it. You're doing that thing that like whenever you sit on a hard surface for like more than five minutes, you start having to like shift like back and forth. So at the front of the assembly, we have, you have like 400 kids. So you must see like 400 kids like rocking back and forth, like doing a mini version of the wave, <laughs> you know? So... Uh, like all assemblies that I've been to, and I'm sure you've been to, they don't tell you who's coming beforehand. You just kind of go into the 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 gym, the the auditorium, right? And, and because number one, what the fuck do you care? Yeah, who this is? That was amazing. Yeah, uh, the cat just it, first the cat was eyeing the camera, which is why I was looking over like, don't do it. Um, uh, well, first of all, you're too young to know who any of these people yeah. are. 
So like, and you're also too young to know what that means. Yeah. Like, oh, this person's a pilot, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, what? What's that? It's nine fifty-two in the morning. Yeah. I've been awake for two hours. I'm already tired. Yeah. You know that type of shit. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. they bring out like some fuck off guy, and he's like, "Hey, kids!" Turns the chair around, sits down. Let me tell you something. Let me spit something to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, you know. So, anyway, we're sitting there. We're doing that little rock back and forth, you know, muttering and chattering goes out. And then the principal walks out. And when everybody walked out, he had this air of, like, respect around us because he was a cool guy. Sure. And, like, he demanded, like, you know, respect and attention and authority. He walked out and... One of the things he would do is no matter how old the person was, he would call them young man or young lady, which a lot of older generation do. Yeah. You know, when they're like working in like a grocery store or something, they hand like an elderly woman their bags. They're like, here you are, young lady. And then they turn around to you and look at you like, like ah, they, she likes that. They, they, they love that. They love that. <laughs> And they don't. They don't love that. It's condescending as fuck. Yeah. Why do you do it? Yeah. But anyway, he wasn't doing it this way. He 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 was just older than dirt, and like, just did it. So anyway, he comes out and he's like, "Attention, students! Today, he spoke like that. He he listed off, and it made you listen more." But Oklahoma to, guy. Yeah. Today yeah. we have a young man who I consider a personal hero. Which means that you should consider him a personal hero. I expect you to give him your undivided attention. Yes, Timothy. Yes, I'm talking Timothy. 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 Always one. Right here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You, Scott. Don't start. Don't start. I'll put you in the. I'll put you in the box. We didn't have a box. There might have been a box. But in in Lawton, Oklahoma. Yeah. Probably. Undivided attention. And so we're sitting there, like, because he built this up, you know. We respect this guy. We built, he built this up. And all of a sudden, over our crappy, crow-filled uh, PA system, the Harlem Globetrotters theme starts playing. Sweet Georgia Brown. Yes, the whistling, you know. It, you know, and I'm like, Here come oh, the shit. whistling man with the bones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this man did indeed have bones because he was <laughs> older than the principal was. And like I said, he said young man. So we're like, oh, he's a younger guy. And he right, just right. comes out like, ugh, ugh. And this guy was a Harlem Globetrotter. Yes, he was a Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> At some point. Just one of them. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why he was there. Because, But as a kid, I was super excited because I was like, well, I've watched the Scooby-Doo episodes, the older ones. Sure. Where they had guest He was stars. probably in that. Yeah. Yeah. They had the, a whole episode with the Harlem Globetrotters. And as a kid, at least in, back then... The Harlem Globetrotters were the best basketball team in the yeah, world. Because yeah. like, you, you didn't know you yet. You didn't know any better. <laughs> you anyway. didn't understand that it's like a circus act. <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah. like, wow, this other team is terrible. And they're yeah. just like dunking on them and like yeah. passing around these guys, spinning the ball in their yeah. head and then punching it into the basket. It's like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, but the other guys are like paid to lose. Yeah. Anytime you see a basketball team and they bring a, a trampoline onto the court, you're like, all right. Yeah, which is impressive. Yeah. It's not that it's yeah. not impressive. It's, it's super just, impressive. As a kid, you you don't know the difference between you know yeah. WWE and UFC. Yeah, it's and that's what it is. So, know? this little old man walks out, you know, like decrepit as shit. 
super respect for him, but he was rough looking. And I have no idea why he was there. I don't know if he attended the school. I don't know if the principal and him were old friends. No idea. Yeah. But anyway, so he comes out and he starts telling this story about, you know, what being a a Harlem Globetrotter in like the 1950s was like at this point. And And we're all sitting there like, because it's boring, right? Right. It's boring. We're waiting for the tricks. And he never did the tricks. Yeah, so like, why? <laughs> so, and then he's like, and, and that's what it was like being a Harlem Globetrotter. And then he turned and walked away, and we said, we all collectively said and felt and exuded into the universe, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what, what is this and, about? Which is the, the through line for most of these assemblies is yeah. like, okay, yeah, sure, but like, what? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why are you here? What is happening here? Like we were previously, you know, in in class, and I'll take any excuse at that point to get yeah. out of class. Yeah, of course. It's it's always better than class, but there is also that through line of like, what the fuck are we doing here? Right. Why are they here? What, yeah. Like, I can see some of them. Like, we won't go into like dare or like. Uh, like the crime hound or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that stuff. That stuff. I, I see. I see the reason for um, that. Max Man in Rhode Island was a big one for recycling. He was yeah. a recycling superhero. He had a bottle yeah. for a head, and his his costume was terrifying. Yeah. Um, Max Man recycling was like, I I thought it was ah, it's you know, well we're learning to separate plastics and paper. Like this is cool, yeah. but he looked horrifying. Like. I can't. I can't even think of a character that looks like his face, to be like. Oh, he kind of looks no. like, just awful. We'll have to look it up. Do your own research at home. That's well. Your I'll probably. I'll just paste it over the video. As oh, I'm never mind. See that? See that? That's the type of shit you can expect from us. We'll yeah. do the work for you. Uh, you know, um, there was a magnet that they gave out that had Max Man on it, and he was a cartoon. He looked great. Yeah. And then he showed up in person with the cape and the boots. And the, and the bottle for a head, and you're like, oh, my God. Just fucking terrifying, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Big un- bulging out eyes, and, like, he just looked thrown down the crazy. Thrown down the uncanny valley and hit every bump on the way down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. He just didn't look. And he had, like, <laughs> he had giant green boots. His costume was blue. I'll show you the picture. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that was my first assembly. And the through line <laughs> for all of my ones that I'm going to tell today, all two of them, are going to be just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, why? My my last day of fifth grade, I didn't mention this last time. Hmm. This is a really quick one. We had a guy come in and do shadow puppets. Right. And, it, you know, we're in fifth grade by this point, so we're like, what yeah. the hell? And um, I got home, and I it was, my, it was like my last week of fifth grade, I think. And I said to my dad, I was like, this guy came in and did shadow puppets. And he's like, oh, who came? And I told him the guy's name. And he's like, oh, that's an old friend. Because my dad did events for many, many years. He's like, that's an old friend of mine. Yeah. How, you know, how was it? Did you like it? And I was like, yeah, it was fine. You know, I learned how to do the the dog. and Or this uh, this isn't really a dog. It's more of an alligator. Yeah, like it. And the, uh, the, the big one. The big one is always, you know. Oh, yeah, the bird. The bird. Classic. Yeah, the crow. He, which he taught us. He taught us those things. Yeah, yeah the crow. The crow. Tying back into yours. The crow. Can't rain all the time. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Can't rain all Brandon the time. Brandon Lee. Yes. Rained for him. Yeah. Uh, so. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Um, the I guess the next one would be probably the, um, the two guys, the stand-up guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm in middle school by this point. 
and um, and we're gonna jump around because you know jump around crisscross jump 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 oh no no the tag oh, team uh, oh no wait tag teams whoop there it is no, jump no, around no, is it's house, uh, of pain. house of pain house job. of pain house of pain jeez crisscross I didn't even and I'm a big music well, guy I'd never even heard that song. crisscross did jump yes they everybody did. jump yeah, jump yeah 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 so that's what I was thinking of so I'm still correct not really look it up third attempt. You got it right. Yeah. We got it right at the same time. Everclear and House of Pain, huh? Yeah. And the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, if so, we showed this to you, vote. Who's the other guy in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, these guys came in uh, two different years. But the first guy was just a stand-up comedian. Right. And there was nothing special about him. He was just a stand-up who, like, ripped on middle school kids. So like he came in and the big one was um he like he he comes in and he's all cool he's got a backwards hat he's like yo what's up kids what's up kids you know I I remember middle school I remember middle school all the girls they wake up it's like 4:30 in the morning they take a shower they put on their makeup they get their outfit just right they figure everything out then they go out and then they have breakfast and then they get on the bus guys we were different we were different we were different school starts at 8 7:50 we roll out of bed, pick up our pair of pants, you know, make sure they fresh, you know, whatever. And we're in the audience dying. Yeah. Because this to us is the height of comedy. Yeah, it's like this George is Carlin. Hilarious. Yeah. Because yeah, that's exactly pretty much what our lives were. Yeah. At that point, we were like shit ass middle school kids. Yeah. Didn't have any personal hygiene. Didn't give a fuck. And uh, meanwhile, all the girls are also laughing. So it implied like, oh, he's right. It's true! So we just, you know. Yeah. But again, like, they took us out of class for this. Served no purpose. It wasn't like an anti-drug thing or anything yeah, like that. No, no reason. No reason. Like, literally just no reason for like, it. Like, going back to my one real quick, sidebar. Uh, it wasn't like we had gone to that assembly and then our history class was like, hey, write a essay on this gentleman from the Harlem Globetrotters. Right. It was just a singular event that happened, and then nobody ever talked about it again yeah. until now. <laughs> they, nothing to do with any any of the curriculum of anybody in the school. Just like, you know, it was nice of them to hire stand-up, I guess. Yeah. But like, what? But, yeah, yeah, why? So the second guy had a reason. Like, there was a reason that they brought him in. Right. And um, he, he came in, he was uh, a little person. He, he, you know, had dwarfism. Right. Um, I don't know if they prefer being called little people. I don't know if they prefer being called dwarves. We're going to get canceled on the first podcast for this. I, for the sake of argument, am just not going to say it again. Yeah. Good. So he comes in and uh, he's got jokes too. Same as the first guy, but mm. like, you know, he was just a funny dude. And, um, you know, we're laughing with him and, and having a good time. And then he goes like, hey, man, can somebody, can somebody, I need a volunteer come up on the stage. He picks a girl because girls at this point are all taller than the boys. And she goes up onto the stage, and he goes, ah, you're taller than me, huh? And she's like, you know, yeah. And she's, you know, like a foot taller than him or whatever. And he goes, all right, sit down on the stage, sit down on the stage. And she sits down on the end of the stage with her feet hanging off, and he sits down next to her. And he's taller than her, because he was explaining to us, you see, like, it's just, I have a disorder that makes it so that my legs did not grow the proper size, but my torso... Uh, is still the yeah. same size as an adult. So he was explaining to us that, you know, dwarfism affects people in different ways. Right. It's like, so there was a purpose to the, the thing, and he did it through comedy. And it's like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And then on the other side, which is something I didn't mention the first time we tried to record this, hmm. we just had a heroin addict come in. 
And this is also in middle school. And he was explaining to us, like, about, like, you know, I had to hide the track marks when I went into a job. And, like, like no comedy behind it at all. Just yeah. dead serious. Like, this what happens when you do drugs, kids. I've been in and out of prison my whole life. And, like, like we're just yeah. sitting there, the whitest of white kids. This is North Kingstown, Rhode Island, Davisville Middle School. Just going, like, what? Like, what? Yeah. What is... What is happening? And like, again, and again, I can't stress this enough. This is all happening at like 9.48 in the morning. Right, every time. And you get pulled out of yeah. like something that you were like excited to do that day. Yeah. Like, hey guys, we're going to do chemistry lab for science class. Like, isn't that fun? But first, we got an assembly and then that would overwrite your science class. And then you'd go back to science class two days later and be like, oh, we're not doing that. We have a different curriculum for today. Right. Like, oh, it, it, it would always like be it was like an that. excuse for teachers to get out of things. I think. Yeah. It, or, it, it, you know, it was like the, when you went into history class and the, the, the teacher was hung over and he's like, all right, today, today we're going to watch right. Rudy again. It was like, it was <laughs> one step away from the teacher having the sunglasses on being like, yeah, I, I forgot my regular glasses at home, but we're going to. Um, so Rudy, Sean Astin, and, <laughs> and then like, you know, they put that on. Again. Remember was, the Titans or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. it's like one step away from that. Yeah. For us, we I think we watched Princess Bride a lot. We watched school. that movie. What was it called? The guy with, uh, who thought the FBI was coming after him, but it turned out he was a mathematical beautiful genius. mind. Beautiful, beautiful mind. Beautiful We watched that so many times. Great movie, but why? Like, like yeah, like, again, why? The story of John Nash's mental illness has very little to do with mathematics. Yeah, it, it, like it's cool everything he did in real life. But we were watching it in like fucking history. Like right. Fun fact about that movie, um, they shot in winter, and to uh, do a summer scene, what right. they did was they CG'd all the trees and stuff, but they put ice underneath their tongues. So during scenes, all these actors yeah. wouldn't breathe out, you know, it, you know, when you breathe and it's cold, yeah, yeah. You, get, you, get you see your breath. Condensation, yeah. Yeah, so they, they would do that to um, stop that. It was also one of the first movies that... Um, created kind of this idea of like, okay, we can shoot these extras here and then just paste them all around the amphitheater. Right. So the scene at the end where everybody's clapping for him, if you look, it's just the same people repeating in quadrants of this auditorium. Like a, like a video game. Yeah. Right, yeah. From the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of CG in that movie. Ron Howard oh, yeah. directed. Um, Ron Howard. Clint Howard didn't, thankfully. Clint Howard. Had like a burst mattress. I love Clint Howard. Clint Howard has been around. Uh, he was a child, and he was on Star Trek. Then yeah. he's in like Enterprise. He's in like um, Discovery. I think uh, I know that he was in Strange New Worlds. Right. But he's just come back to do Star Trek a bunch. Yeah, I respect him, but he's unfortunate him. looking. Well, you know, you know, not everybody can have your good looks and charm, hey, man. You know. Um, but no, I you know, the man is an icon. Uh, yeah. Ice Cream Man. What, what was the movie that he was? Ice Cream Man. That Ice was Cream it. Man. Yeah. I like that movie. He plays it perfect. He plays it like the creepiest version of himself. Mm. Um, even Arrested Development, I think season four, when Ron Howard became a character in that show, yeah. all the Clint Howard stuff that he mentions is just funny. Yeah. Of like him and his brother sitting in the soundstage when they did the moon landing and stuff like that. It's just, you know, <laughs> like it wasn't a great season, but it had some... He's a funny guy and I respect him, but you know, um, yeah. But yeah, so the, the heroin addict. Yeah, um, the heroin addict. <laughs> uh, again, like... <laughs> You know, 9.30 in the morning and just explaining to us, like, this is why you don't touch hard drugs. And for me, like, I, I've i never touched hard drugs to begin with. Yeah. But I saw Requiem for a Dream when I was in, like, 
I don't know, high school. Yeah. And that was enough. I was like, yeah, I don't want to lose my arm. I don't want to end up in an asylum. I would prefer not to become a prostitute with like Keith David making me go ass to ass, ass with somebody to else. Ass, that fucking which is, guy. Yeah, wh- he's even creepier looking. Oh yeah, like way creepier. Yeah, that that was scene, Keith, Keith David, right? I I, I, I don't know. The right guy, but I'm, I I see his fucking weird, f- taut face with his teeth. Oh yeah, ass to ass. Yeah, just look terrifying. up that scene if you, if if you haven't seen it. it just it, just it, watch it, Requiem for a Dream if yeah. you've never seen it. You will watch it one time. You'll think, wow, that's an amazing movie. I'll never watch that again. Yeah. Um, like I never owned it on Blu-ray or nothing because I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm good. No, I never need to see it again. Great movie. Never want to see it again. So heroin, heroin. Uh, no, that's pretty much the whole story. Is just he he came out and like explained to us heroin bad, and yeah. we were like dare kids and everything else. And I was a fucking Boy Scout, so it's like, yeah, yeah man, it's yeah, a, heroin bad. So everyone was like, cool. We're nine. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, so like, he's sitting there telling you where to get it and shit. He's like, I used to go down the wound socket, yeah, baby, yeah, and I tell yeah. you, he'd be like, people writing shit down, like, yeah. wound that's, socket. That's <laughs> one of the things about, um, uh, you know, former drug addicts and drug addicts, they're always very candid about how they went about getting their drugs, yeah. like it's some badge of honor. Yeah. And it's like, we're in middle school, dude. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't be telling us this. Right. Um, I, I want to go home and watch Hamtaro right now. You're, yeah, you're right? making me, like... like Think about heroin. Little hamsters, big adventures. You're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> Although, of course. Although, my, niece, my niece loves Hamtaro. That that hamster with the guitar and the mohawk, you could tell he was shooting up. Oh, of course. You, you could tell. Uh, There's at least one in every show. Hamtar Punk or whatever his name I, was. I forget what his name was. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so that was, uh, that was that. That was that. Yeah. Stand-up comedians and heroin addicts uh, go together. Like a fucking glove. Yes. Right? A glove. So many weird ones, though, over the years. Just yeah. terrible, terrible assemblies. So my next one is pretty cool, but also at the same time, it's just as absurd. Yeah. Because it has... <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. So again, um, military child, so I moved all across the country. I'm pretty sure that this happened in Fort Belvoir, Virginia. Um, much better place, way better taking care of school system. We had our own toilet paper, no crows except for outside, baby. So we were doing better. We moving on up, moving sure. on. Up. Yeah. So we go to this, uh, well, your dad was promoted by that. Yeah. Point. He was promoted. So he was so promoted. So like, no. you know, we, we got more money. Exactly. Anyway, or he got more money. I did not get more money, uh, right. except for the things that he gave me. So, right. yeah, yeah, so yeah. um, I end up going to this school. Again, much nicer, a lot better kids, military, so they know where I'm coming from. I know where they're coming from. We all get together. It's great. Yeah. And anyway, so one day, uh, I believe this is around 2003, 2004. So I'm 12 or 13, respectively. And we get uh, the same notice you always get for assembly. You're sitting there at your desk. You're doodling, you know, waiting for class to begin. And the teacher comes in all disheveled. He's like, hey, so uh, listen. We were gonna watch Rudy or something, but uh, now we're gonna we're gonna go to the auditorium, and I'm gonna go lay down. And so uh, <laughs> <laughs> we go to the auditorium again. Much nicer school, but no fucking seats. So we're sitting on the basketball court doing the fucking you know, the fucking shuffle for of course for a, a tight 45 90 minutes. Yeah. And uh, so at this time, you have to realize. Uh, 
iPods and all that. YouTube was barely there, I think. But, like, iPods weren't really coming up. So we didn't really yeah. have... Unless you had a Walkman, which I did, like the CD player. Yeah, pretty much everybody had a, a, yeah. some sort of CD player. It was either that or the radio, which is kind of, you know, dying off now a little bit. But, you know, it's still there. And uh, they were like, your guest today has come out here. It's He's uh, taking time out of his busy schedule to perform something for you. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to be some fucking guy, local guy, or, you know, maybe some of the, yeah, the some, band some teacher. Some guy in town who's taught violin yeah, for yeah. 50 years, and, and everybody in the music classes know him. Yeah, yeah. So, and then um, out walks Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> Spiky Blonde. Ryan Cabrera, On the Way Down, 2003, 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at, that's his song. Uh, and, like, he walks out there with his guitar, and everyone goes fucking ape shit nuts, dude. Of course. Dude, because it's Ryan he's, Cabrera. He's, like, on the TV. Yeah, that's like yeah. a, that's like a Same number. Same thing as Alan Sean Feinstein. It was, like, a number two hit on the radio. You heard yeah. it, like, four times a day if you were in the car. Sure. And, like, so it was a fucking huge fucking deal. And we're sitting there rocking our asses off, like, <laughs> raising our hands. We look like fucking we're all having fits at once. Like, they, they showed the Pokemon episode with Porygon, and we all, like, ah, you know? like Yeah, yeah, sure. So... So we're all sitting there, and he performs, like, a bunch of his hits. He performs the, the On the Way Down, and, and then he just fucks off. Right. And I have no idea why he was there. I, I don't think he was an alumni. But, Probably But not. that was the peak of his fucking popularity was right then. Right now, he's like... Uh, he's, I, I mean, the only thing I could... Because I thought about this after you told me this. Yeah. It's like, maybe there was a state fair in town, or, or but, there was something close But even close then, I he think was he doing. was bigger than state fair at that point. Well, uh, what I have heard... Right. Is that state fairs pay very well. Well, yeah. So even successful acts will go and do a state fair, and then people will be like, oh, they were at the state fair. And Maybe. it's like, like, oh, Vanilla Ice went from, like, headline in the, the you know, Superdome down to state fair. And it's like, yeah. well, the state fair still paid him. State fairs rock. Yeah. We could do a state fair episode. Look at that. Coming up with ideas we, for content. We couldn't. I've been to one. Oh, well, I've, I could. I've been to one in my life well, with you. Yeah. And I hated it. Oh. And it was my state fair. It wasn't even like I went somewhere else. It was the Washington County State Fair like three years ago. Yeah. I got real sick. Real sick. I, I had one piece of pizza. I got super sick. I hated the environment. Yeah. It smelled like animals and crap the whole time. Yeah. All the carnival rides were scams. I didn't go on a single one. It was just like not my thing. And here's my hot take about state fairs real quick. We'll get back to the story. but um, <laughs> They're good. That's uh, just hot take. I like them. Uh, this particular one did smell like animal shit because there were animals there. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they like, uh, do animal, like, judging and, like, you can right. buy the, pigs and the shit there. blue ribbon and all, and all, and that. all that stuff yeah, at yeah. the state fair. There's a, a thing filled with chickens. You can buy them, you know, whatever you want to do. Mm. And um, here's my thing about state fairs. Everyone I've gone to always has that one or two booths there. You know, you buy the rings, right? The cheap rings. I got one upstairs. I like it. A lot of Nazi memorabilia. Like, yeah, and you're and you're like that was part of it. Uh, the only good thing at that state fair for me was the hot sauce because everywhere yeah. else you looked, it was like crappy art, and then you'd be going through the art, and like occasionally you just see like yeah. you know Hitler. Yeah, it's like uh, Hitler or the the double lightning bolts or that, that's like, a big one, the, the Iron Cross, the which... double lightning bolts, the SS logo. Yeah, um, the uh, obviously the the eagle on top of the swastika, the, the yeah, German like yeah. emblem yeah. at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, that stuff's everywhere there. Big problem. Next time you go to a fair and you're in that little uh, merchant area, look around. You'll find them. 
You'll find them there, if you look. There was a fairly large German community in New England, um, and that's why a lot of that stuff ended up around here. Like, if, if you talk to old bikers and stuff who yeah. were German, yeah. they were like the contrarian fucks in the 70s. They yeah, were going yeah, around yeah. going like, well, you yeah. know, like... In reality, and like they'll they'll do all these arguments. It's about, like it's like when Sid Vicious wore it to right. be just an asshole. He was like being the, like the fucking... big argument they always fall back on is like, oh, but Russia was way worse. And it's like, and like, yeah, th- what that doesn't that doesn't it's not what? either or. It's yeah. both of those things. Yeah, both happen. of those things are bad. You don't get yeah. to point to one and be like, well, they killed yeah. more of their own people. It's like, well, it, yeah, but you. It's like, what? well, instead of shoving shit in your mouth, I shoved it in your eye. I could have shoved it in your mouth, right? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, no, what no does that shit. Have to do with anything. Don't give me any shit. Right. I, I would prefer it if, yeah, none. No so, shit. So, anyway, uh, back to the story. Cabrera. Uh, Ryan Cabrera, huge star at the time. I, I still believe he's touring. He's married to WWE superstar Alexa Bliss, lucky bastard. And uh, basically, never got any more like info on it. Again, we didn't do a report or anything like that. We didn't have to, like, go back to the, the classroom and, like, you know, they give you, like, a little sheet of paper. What would you learn today? Yeah, None yeah. of that shit. It was, like, 9.52 in the morning. We get out at, like, 10.14 or, like, 10.28, and then we get just put back into math. Right. And they're like, hey, focus. Right. Go ahead. Focus. Yeah, yeah. You just had superstar Ryan Cabrera sing to you. Fucking give you a sonnet. Right. And now you just got to go back with your numb ass from rocking back and forth yeah, and sitting sit back. A, another shitty chair. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of those plastic, Dude, like, The only good thing bell about chairs. The, the chairs at my schools was that they were, um, they were exactly halfway up your back. Right. So you could lean back. And crack it. Crack it. That's the best crack. It, and it was. It That's was. Because it was, it was made of wood. Yeah. It was uh, wooden metal. Right. So it was solid yeah. behind you. It wasn't going to break. Yeah. And then um, inevitably there would always be one girl in the class who'd be like, "That's so gross! You can't crack your back; it's bad for you." And you're like, "Shut up, Bethany!" Yeah, pretty much. There was no Bethany in my school, so I can say that one. Yeah, yeah. fucking Bethany. Bethany. It's always um, Bethany. Yeah, but nobody else ever seemed to have a problem with any of that stuff. It was always one girl who was like, mm, "My aunt said that yeah. you crack your knuckles, yeah. you'll die." People from Phoenix are called Phoenicians. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. like that type of shit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got I one? I got a cool one. Sure. Um, Go ahead. That kind of came out of nowhere. I don't remember the name of the guy, and I feel bad about that. He was in either Dave Mira or Matt Hoffman's BMX, like the game. He was right. a BMX biker. So again, big, like big, big dude. Ex- yeah, excited. At the very least, he had gone to like the Gravity Games in Rhode yeah. Island, which. Um, if you know the X Games, one year Providence hosted this like competing. Were you around for this? I don't think the Gravity I was. Games. I, I might not. Okay, have been. Providence hosted a competing sports tournament, and it was called the Gravity Games. And like all throughout the streets of Providence, I remember specifically we set up a stage over near where that um, First Baptist Church is in Providence on the that like hilly side near Brown. Right. Um and. Uh, then you'd walk around, and it was like a festival throughout the whole city. And there were half pipes everywhere and all this stuff. All these people came in. I remember Bob Bernquist was there. Like, big names. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sobe Adrenaline Rush was the thing they were handing out oh, in vials. So, oh, yeah. So, Sobe the Drink Man. That pink one. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Well, my brothers were crazy about Adrenaline Rush. I never oh, liked it. Yeah. 
I just like, oh my god, dude. But um, so this guy maybe was in town for that. I don't know the timing or, or any of the stuff. Um, I will get back to the Gravity Games though, because there is a funny story about that. Sure. Um, but this guy comes to Stony Lane Elementary School, and we get to the gym. You know, they pull us out of class for an assembly, and um, the whole gym there's like half pipes, and and we're like, what is it like skateboarding? Because skateboarding right. was huge. <clears throat> yeah. And this guy comes out with a bike, and we're like, okay, like se- second best. Yeah. Like this is still really impressive and it, cool. Like it, cool. It went skateboarding. And, Bike and then rollerblading is like two spots down. Yeah, fruit booting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, uh, so I'm gonna do some tricks for you guys, but first I, I needed some energy this morning, so I stopped at Alley's Donuts yeah. and we went nuts. Like we didn't care until that moment, but it was like the perfect local plug. If you don't know, um, in Rhode Island, there's a place called Alley's Donuts. It's in North Kingstown. When I was a kid, if you had money, like your parents got you a donut cake and sent it to the school. And so all these little rich kids around me yeah. would bring in donut cake for their birthday. I had a summer birthday. So either I didn't do anything for the class or like we'd make like homemade cupcakes or something and bring yeah. it in. And those were always, you know, a hit. But Allie's donut cake just took, you know, everybody's breath away. You'd get a big sun. You'd get a big football for the Super Bowl. You know, all different shapes and sizes. And it's just a delicious donut. That is the size yeah. of a cake. Great like, idea. A, a, a big sheet cake too, not like a, yeah. a like a, a big one. Like they, oh yeah yeah yeah. They, it was it was big enough for like yeah. a, an eighteen inch pizza box, maybe bigger. To this fucking day, if I go to a function, yeah, and I see a Ali's donut, right. Walking on Sunshine plays in my fucking head. I went to see the movie Gem and the Holograms because I worked for a company that that made that movie. I won't say what company. But that movie was terrible, okay? I walked into the theater, and they had Allie's Donuts laid out all different colors. It Like, one box was blue, one box was pink, one box was purple, one box was yellow. And my mind exploded because I was like, this is my childhood right here. And I hadn't had Allie's Donuts in years because going through college and stuff, you know, you just don't. And uh, so anyways, uh, he said the exact right thing, made the exact right plug. And so we were all on his side. We were like, yeah, this is going to be great. And then he rocked. He just went through. He's doing all these crazy tricks. He's showing us all this stuff that we can do on BMX bikes. I had a BMX bike. I didn't really know. It had pegs on it and everything. It was a mongoose. It was a little green one that said Link on the side. I loved that bike. I rode that bike everywhere. And after that, I was like, oh, I should do BMX. Never did. Terrified of it. Yeah, of course. Terrified of trying. Oh, yeah. Um, Because I, as a little kid, I had fallen off my bike. Yeah. I got this Fisher Price bike and right. it was uh, you know, training wheels. And I started going around and around in a circle. As you do. And and you get further and further down like this, down mm. to the ground. And I was just going around and around and around until I was like flat with the ground and then I fell. And my whole right side of my body skinned. So uh I I was not a daredevil after that. I was like, Nope. I also bit my tongue on the trampoline once. Nope. Just like I'm good. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. No, it, uh, I don't. I wasn't trying to. I was riding a ra- a razor scooter, and I uh, hit a bump, and then I went over the bump, uh, went over the handles, and then I uh, chipped my front teeth to the nerve, and it was uh, the most traumatic thing I've ever had happen to me as a child. Yeah, that one's tough. 
Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. We'll, we'll get into we'll injuries. Do a whole thing on injuries. Yeah. <laughs> injuries. I was gonna do school injuries, but then I realized I broke this arm out of school and I broke this one in school, so yeah. I really we got to just do injuries. Yeah. But anyways, that was the BMX guy. Really cool assembly, but again, other than like this is a cool thing you could be when you grow up. Like, what what are we doing out of class? Yeah. Like what? And again, you know? there's after you get out, no reference to it. You're not right. doing any work. You're not doing... It was just like, oh, that was cool. All right, back to life. Yeah. It's like, all right, back yeah. to fucking science. Dude, dude never came back, and I was always bummed out about that, but it's like, right, I, guess that's, I guess that's it. Time to go take a test about the mitochondria. Yeah, right? Like, what? The powerhouse of the cell. It is. Mm. The powerhouse of the cell. Um, that's all I know about it. I don't know where <laughs> I know that from. That's all... That, that is literally drilled in my head. Also is uh, omelette du fromage. Which is cheese omelet? Yeah, but in that's French. Dexter's lab. Yes, right. and that's all I remember from my childhood. Yeah, it's very concerning. Um, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Must have been referenced somewhere because it it must have been on a TV show or something just to yeah. drill it into people's brains. It's like one of those Berenstein things, like the the Mandela effect. Everyone Berenstein. knows it. Yeah, yeah. See, we 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 did the thing there. It makes me mad because I could read when I was little, when I was really little, and now was, you can't. It was always Berenstain. Hmm. I, Berenstain Bears. S T A I N. It's it's the first time I got mad at people was when the Mandela effect yeah. became like a term because it's like, well, another big one that you you hear, can't just admit you're wrong. Yeah, a- another big one though is Luke, I am your father. In Star Wars, he says no. But that makes sense because yeah. It was referenced in a ton of other cartoons yeah. and a ton of other stuff, and they referenced it wrong to avoid getting sued. Ah, okay. Right. It's all it's all fucking, you know. Yeah. And I never saw Star Wars until I was in high school. Yeah. Like, not Empire anyways. I saw Return of the Jedi a lot as a kid. Mm. Didn't even know there were other Star you Wars. You just like, fucking had an Ewok fetish. No, not even. It was my brother. My brother was the one. He had a teddy bear with a hole in it. It was weird. The lady doth protest too much, methinks. You got another one? Do I have another one? Mm. Uh, let's save it. Let's do it part two at some point. We can save our... Uh, yeah. Gonna why not? Part two me? Yeah, why, I'm going to part two we, you. We will come up with more of them. Yeah, yeah, because there's um, a ton. Yeah. Uh, I just have to remember. Them. I do want to mention one. Go ahead. Before we go. Go ahead. Um, so there was a, a girl who died in Columbine. Oh. Yeah. And they came to our school to do, it was like Friends of Rachel, I the think. The shooters? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Those guys are dead. Oh. Um, I think it was called Friends of Rachel. And the right. thing was she drew something in her journal that had 13 tears. And they were like one tear for every victim. And they did all this, you know, stuff. They showed us this very sad film about Columbine. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was like sophomore year, freshman year of high school. So, like, I didn't really care. You know, my friend and I played Quake every day in um, advisory. Right. uh, Because he had a little thumb drive and he'd be like, "Eh," and he'd put it on the computer on the files. And it it was like a megabyte. Yeah. And then you'd be playing Quake together on the two computers. And, um... So we did that every day, and uh, we get back from this Columbine assembly, and um, they're you know everybody's at the front of the room, and all the girls are very upset, and they're all talking, you know, all the boys are in the back of the room like we always were, because we were just like, yeah, another day, and um, 
my advisory teacher looks back and is like, hey guys, you know, can you not maybe play the game? Because that's literally the game that they were playing, the shooters. And my friend and I just like turned around and we're like, do you think that Doom is Quake? Like, yeah. Those are two different games. Yeah, you games fucking for one plebe. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about for one? For two, like, you think that, you think we're going to shoot up the school? Is that what you think? Like, what are you, what, yeah. what is going on here? So all of a sudden, like, the whole class just turned on us because we were playing Quake. And it's like, d- dude, and then we weren't allowed to play Quake anymore. It's just ruined it for yeah, us. Yeah, right? It's just... I hate when that happens when you're just doing something that's that's you know it's it, it's so oh well it's innocent. close it's close and it, it's making it's close people enough. uncomfortable it's close enough now let's watch the news yeah yeah <laughs> it Ugh. was just ridiculous but um yeah that that assembly was also like super heavy handed and oh, yeah. um it was like it was. a Christian thing it was so like a whole, weird we had to sit through uh, I can I can go into a bunch of scriptures I can go into a whole bunch of about the evangelical church and how they handled that and how Jeffco uh, Jefferson County handled Columbine I'm super into true crime if you don't uh, yeah, know yeah. but like we can go into that uh, eventually I'll do like a segment or something I'll, I'll tell you what that that did though what that night I went home and I discovered super Columbine massacre RPG. It was that night because I was like, so it did the opposite. It, it did effect. the exact opposite. But then I played that game and that game up until they get to hell is fascinating. Yeah. And I was like, never, all right, like I know it. everything I need to know about this. I, I then watched bowling for Columbine. I yeah. educated myself on what actually happened. And then uh, elephant, I think is a movie that never saw it based loosely or not loosely. It's pretty much parallel to, it's a school shooting. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's directed by somebody. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, I mean like somebody famous. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Somebody I know. Gus Van Sant, maybe? Elephant? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. But anyways, stories yeah. for another time. We could definitely yes. get into uh, unfortunate events like school shootings and yeah. shit. We could do a whole episode. That we were about. alive during that one big one that, uh, you know, we were both alive for. Uh, well, which one would you think that is? Uh, 9-11. I wasn't alive for that. You weren't alive for that? No. Oh. No. I was, uh, eight years old. Fucking baby here. I was eight years old. Eight year old, eight years old, not alive. That, that whole day was, uh, kind of, I guess, uh, you know, kind of like an assembly. All right. Uh, it was, yeah. it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why we call it Don't Start Me Talking, because we just go onto a fucking oh, tangent. Yeah. So, Especially if we don't have yeah. anything uh, anything good to say, yeah. And, and I'm sure that this this episode is going to get cut off, <laughs> like that <laughs> that whole part I just <laughs> said uh, for you confused people at home. There's there's a part of this podcast that got snipped right out, snipped right out. Um, and uh, yeah, Max Man. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what he had done. Shout so. out Max Man. Shout out Clint Howard, and. The the BMX yeah. guy, you were BMX cool. Guy. Shout out Alan Sean Feinstein. Yeah. Uh, from everything I understand, he's like still living in Providence. He's he's a good dude. Um, no problems. I don't think he's murdered that many people. What? They haven't found the bodies yet. But this is Ben. Don't start me talking. Benny Williams, Rick Owens. Thanks for joining us. And now we just sit here. <laughs> Have like three minutes of like dead bike.